Besties, should I do the entire podcast in a British accent? I will not stop you. It's been entertaining me very much I'm these sure past few days. One time my friend Shyla and I pretended we were British for an entire day in San Francisco. Mm. I really don't know how well that went over or if anyone believed us, but right. nonetheless we did it. That's nice. Thank you. <laughs> It was after we had watched like a season's worth of Love Island together and we were just like, darling, I just don't know. Like I can't stop speaking a British accent, you know. Right. These people right. have the twenty people that listen to this podcast have heard me do this accent. Right, right. It is just so true. not giving anymore. I'm also watching Sex Education, which is why. Mm. Have not watched that. It's good. I'm watching it for sexy Julian Anderson. I was going to say, I kind of want to watch for her. I don't really care about reason. I don't care. No, exactly. I don't care about anybody else. But her hair, mm. it's platinum That's blonde. That's She looks good. She looks so good. And she's literally a sex therapist. <laughs> it's kind of a fun time. I I'm must sure say. it is. I'm going to have to convince myself, I guess. Yeah. I'm also watching After, X-Files for her. Are you really? Still but watching that's, it? Okay. I do this thing with any sort of like serialized show. It just becomes mm-hmm. my bedtime show. Um, so if I'm watching anything that's like the same format every episode, it becomes my bedtime show. And so what I do mm-hmm. is I put it on before I go to sleep and I usually fall asleep about the halfway through the episode and I never go back and finish the episode when I'm awake. So mm. I've only mm-hmm. seen half of every X-Files episode. I've only seen half of every Law and Order. The only right. serialized show that I know have watched all the way through every episode is Criminal Minds because I actually care Why about that show. I know you were going to say that. But I've only watched, like, I've watched, like, 75% of Grey's Anatomy episodes, but, like, usually I'll fall asleep. Yeah. hmm Oh, Bones, same thing. Well, Bones I watched a long time ago, but I watched Fall Asleep Now. So I've seen okay. it all the way through, but I watched it all the way through. How do you fall asleep to Bones? I fall, how do I fall asleep to Law & Order? Or X, I mean, X-Files I was probably the worst. I told you about that time I fell asleep watching Law & Order and choked myself in my sleep because I thought <laughs> I was... <laughs> no, 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 she did it. <laughs> Tell the people right now. I also I used to like watch the marathons on TV. Okay. Of Law and Order SCU. Right. Okay. I don't watch any of the other ones. Okay. Criminal Intent, no. Regular, no. I don't know who anybody who does. One is, I don't watch any of those. Yeah. And so I fell asleep watching a marathon. Okay. And in my sleep, in my dream, I was choking this man out because he was trying to assault me. Like I was choking him out. I <laughs> couldn't oh. breathe. <laughs> and I woke up and my hands were around my neck. I said, <gasps> You were trying to kill yourself? Not myself. I thought I was killing yes, the man. Yeah, you were killing yourself against your will. Exactly. What in the fuck, Jania? <laughs> so Have I you ever watched stuff like that? Okay, I like watching that stuff to go to sleep because it like desensitizes me. I feel like almost, but I don't know. Like, is that a good or bad thing? Like, I don't know. I don't. It's just like I have so much anxiety that like like my anxiety is so bad all the time that's like I do need a little. Like I think I'm like beyond the threshold of what is normal for a normal human. So I to, for me to be desensitized is like for me to get to where everybody else normally is. Do you know mm, what I mean? Okay. Like if I okay. wasn't able, like I used to not be able to watch any crime shows because I would just mm-hmm. be like. 
somebody's gonna murder me like every five seconds of my life <laughs> so the fact that I can like watch them now and like chill and like go to sleep while I'm watching them is actually probably a good sign that I'm like getting over my anxiety mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. not to say mm-hmm. that I just I mean I'm literally house sitting right now alone in this home and there's three big ass windows right next to the bed where I'm sleeping right now mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I physically can't sleep with the shades open even a little bit because I'm terrified that somebody's going to be looking in the window at me. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, there's that. But I had something else that I was going to say. Oh, about sleeping and doing things in your sleep. Have you ever had a mm-hmm. dream that you're drowning and be actually holding your breath? Yes. Like, I literally, those are like the worst dreams ever where you're like, you wake up and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you like, yes. couldn't breathe. Quite literally. And Quite it's scarier for us because neither of us knows how to swim. We can't swim. We can't swim. That shit is vivid. That shit is real because I've been in a pool before thinking I'm going to drown because I do not know how to keep myself above water. Mind you, I am six exactly. feet tall and I still <laughs> get okay. terrified. I'm going to play with you because you could just stand up. I mean, not in an eight foot pool. <laughs> Why are you in an eight foot pool? I don't know, because that's a standard pool depth. <laughs> I don't know, is it? I just thought they went to six feet. Okay, I think, well, my old, like, the rec center pool where I was supposed to learn how to swim that I never actually took lessons at, it was 12 uh-huh. feet. Ew, that's gross. Okay, we are really derailing. Die. Yeah, you could die. Do oh you want to talk about our weeks? <laughs> yeah, No, we talked first. about drowning and... I don't even so know. sorry to start it out this way and trying to choke ourselves out um mm-hmm. my week nothing much happened um i wrote a lot of my screenplay which i'm really excited about so i'm working on screenplay that we i brought up multiple times before on here but i have like 96 pages right now and i'm planning on having it be like 120 is what i'm hoping for <gasps> i so think true. it's gonna be too long and that hasn't been an issue care. for me before, which I'm excited about because it means that I'm like, I have more material and I can cut down on it versus like before I've written screenplays that are too short and I have to like figure out how to mm-hmm. add. So this one, I think I'm so passionate about the idea that I just have so much that I'm going to have to like, mm-hmm. I'll figure out where to chop it. You can tell me where. Yeah. But anyway, I'm excited about it. I'm going to um, say nowhere because I'm going to want a spinoff and sequel okay. and a whole Jania, Jania is not a helpful <laughs> critic, but she is the nicest critic. <laughs> She is the first I, person I you want to... I can be a full critic. Okay. Well, then I just appreciate I that I be. haven't seen that side of you yet when it comes to my writing. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. And then I guess the, the only other... is just there. Well, you've read two things I've ever written, so it will always be there. But hopefully that this one reaches your expectations. Um, the I'm only other... a lot, too. Okay. Well, me too. I'm expecting a lot from myself because this idea is good. And I don't want the screenplay to fall short of the idea. Mm. But so true. I also hung out with my one of my best friends from high school who we haven't seen each other in a long, 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 long time. Like, we both just work all the time. And just mm. be- also, I mean, COVID. But we hung out yeah. for like seven hours the other day. And she just came over and we just, oh. we had the nicest little charcuterie board. And we had wine and we had little ciders. Wow. We had cheese and meats and olives and a pasta salad. Um, oh, wow. And it was so nice. And we literally just, like, shot the shit for hours and hours. Yeah. That's so long. It's just funny because I'm like, yeah, most people from high school, like, I, I really don't have relationships with people from my <laughs> high school like that. But she is one of those people that I'm like, 
I love her so much. So yeah, that was my That's week. So nice. That's what about you? Nice. Um, the the usual class work. <laughs> Being at home, <laughs> driving people, being at home, driving people around. We got a dog today. <laughs> it's not even mine. It's Jayla. She's like, this is my dog. Okay, but who's gonna be taking care of the dog? While That's you're what at I was school? gonna say. Cause you said it was Jayla's dog. I was like, but it lives in your house collectively. Exactly. Exactly. So. Exactly. How is it, Jayla's dog? Name is Rico. Who came up with Rico? I don't know. She did. Oh. She came up what with Rico. The dog's name is Rico. I think it's a pit bull. <laughs> so cute. So cute. We're really enjoying the duel. Um, what else has happened to me this week? Um, Fridays I don't work, mm. but I still have class. Mm. So I spend all day until like three o'clock just laying there. No. <laughs> I don't do anything. That's the worst. But lay there until oh, wait, wait, three. Wait. Then do I you get mean, on my Zoom. Oh, oh! I feel. I thought you were saying that you were like stuck laying in your class. But if you're laying there no, out of choice, no. go off. I'm laying there out of choice. Okay. I started rewatching the Respect. Golden Girls too. So mm. that's nice. That's what me and my grandma watch when I have to like oh, sit with her cute. in the living room. We sit and watch Golden Girls, and I'm like, per. Yes. That was what I used to do with my grandma, but uh, I love Lucy. Taste, yes. So we love good. to see it. Um, anything else of importance? Why did I say, oh, I still have not gotten Waffle House, and that is an issue for me. It's a travesty. I have been thinking about Waffle House since before I got home, <laughs> and I have still, I have yet to step foot in a Waffle House. Wow. I am dreaming about Waffle House. She dreams. I ate four waffles from Waffle House in my sleep. Oh, I was about to say, you went to Waffle House? But it was in your dream. In my dream. That's a much better dream than choking yourself out because you think you're a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. But no. My next plan is to go to Waffle House sometime this week. I got to. Do it. It's a requirement. Um, I think that is all I have to share. In Portland, we don't have Waffle House, but we have Hot Cake House. Isn't what? that funny? Why do you want a pancake house? Hot cake house. That uh, those are pancakes. I know, but it's called hot cake. I just want to make sure you but heard that. But why would that. you want a pancake house when you can have a waffle house? That's my question. Do y'all have IHOP? I don't think we do. Y'all don't have a IHOP? We probably do in the in the burbs, but like I don't go there. We don't have like the city in Portland. Like I don't know. We never have like chains that much. Some, but oh. not not that many. Because people wow, are bougie and originals. stupid. Mm-hmm. People are dumb. Mm-hmm. And they want you to it's pay $12 original. for a breakfast sandwich. And that's ridiculous. $12? Oh, if you go to, like, any breakfast place here, that's, like, 12 to $16. That's illegal. Ridiculous, right? <laughs> Quite literally illegal. I think I, my meal at um, Waffle House is not even $12. My grit bowl and two waffles, sometimes three. Grit bowl. Spicy. <laughs> I love a good grit bowl. A grit bowl sounds wrong. Bowl. Like, just like a bowl, bowl of, of grits sounds better. But a grit no, bowl. but it's a grit bowl. But why grit bowl? Because there are other things in there. There's eggs, bacon. Oh, this sounds amazing. And cheese and ham and stuff mm, that you okay, want in okay. there. Sausage. What you know what you I learned when I was in New York? I ordered what? a breakfast sandwich in New York. And it was 
a bagel sandwich with like bacon and eggs and I got cheese on it. And when I order cheese here, I don't know about you, when I order cheese in Portland, it's like automatically cheddar cheese because we have a creamery mm. in Portland that's called oh. the Tillamook. I think it's called the Tillamook Creamery or some shit like that. Creamery. I don't even know. But like you can go there and it's like all the cheese in Portland, I swear, is made at this one place. And they also like, it goes to like other, like I've seen it in San Francisco and stuff, um, Tillamook cheese. Mm. But anyway, um, they... Uh, like always, you know, if you ask for cheese on something, it's going to be cheddar cheese here. When I was in New York, mm-hmm. I asked for cheese on something, assuming it was going to be cheddar. And they, I, they gave me American cheese. That is literally not okay. Ew. American cheese is... I don't ever get American cheese on really anything. Nasty. I always get provolone. Ooh, I'm a provolone okay. cheese cow. I don't know. I think I liked... I would always order provolone on my, on my sandwiches at school when I was at college and eating in the cafe. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I like. I think I like a good cheddar. I love a brie. Right. Mm. Mm. Brie cheese. Mm-mm. This bougie. Love a brie. Love a love a chev cheese. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very I like much. A pepper jack. Oh yes. You know Munster cheese. When I was a kid, I thought it was monster cheese. As you should. Because that makes sense. Because children are smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the smartest. The smartest. I also used to say, um, ambulance. Is it saying ambulance? Yes. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would like to add on to my, um, my week. Yes, yes. I am a psychic. Huh? I'm a psychic. Elaborate. I was painting the wall. Yes. As I do for my mother, because I'm such a great daughter yes and so i was using this spray this spray gun thing that we have and it's like so so loud it's like beyond like loud wait but I have my you were painting in. the wall with a spray gun not a, a paintbrush listen, listen i was <gasps> okay. painting the wall with a paint spray gun <laughs> that sounds so much harder it wasn't it was like shh Oh my and god! It's, really, it's a lot faster. So I was doing it, and it was really, really loud. And so then I had my AirPods in because I was trying to not go deaf, mm-hmm. but also going deaf because I had my music on as loud as possible. Mm-hmm. And I heard my nosy aunt say, "It's me, y'all." And I said, "I took it out." I said, "Oh my god, is she here? Is she in the house?" She was not here. She was not in the house. Three seconds later, after I told my mom, asked my mama if she was here. Her phone starts ringing, and it's her saying that she's on the way. Wait, you heard your aunt, but she was nowhere to be found. She was nowhere. Nowhere near you. Wow. Nowhere near me. And then she called. My mom was like, you probably talked her up. I said, I'm actually a psychic. That's what it is. You really brought, you really caused her to come into your life. I already heard her. Oh, okay. You were just attuned to her energy. Exactly. I'm a psychic. I'm a psychic. There's only one explanation. It's that. I really was, though. Now that, now that you say it, the paint gun, that explains why there was paint inside your nostrils. Because <laughs> when I saw that on your story, I was like, how in the fuck? I have painted many a room with a paintbrush. Never once have I gotten paint inside my nostrils. But with a gun? I don't know. The gun probably like, shoots it back at you somehow. It comes out as like a mist. And oh, so, like, okay. you're going, and so, like, when it hits the wall, it kind of... But I still don't know how I got it un- in my nose, or, like, in my Are you my okay? Or is your brain messed up because of fumes? When has my brain ever been all right? Yeah. Good question. 
Thank you. Well, should we get into our film? Oh, yes. <laughs> that is what this is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I tend to forget sometimes, but... You and me both. What movie did we watch this week, my friend? We watched Ella Enchanted. Yes! Featuring Anne Hathaway. Annie and Hugh Dancy, who is Prince Char. That's who that man is? Mm-hmm. Didn't and know that. I don't really know. Mini Driver. Is Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum is a giant. Uh, mm-hmm. What's her name? The one who played the fairy? Vivica A. Fox. Is it Vivica or Vivisha? What the fuck? It's Never Vivica. mind. You're right. You're right. It came out of my <laughs> mouth. That sounded so wrong. V-I-V-C-I-A. Oh, there's one of her wigs in here right now. Whose? Vivica A. Fox's. She has a wig line. Oh. Yeah, she's like on the posters um, that are like all outside of our hair store. Oh my god. The whole wall is like her. I don't know. Oh my god. That's so interesting. How did I not know this? I used to live down the street from a wig store. Wow. One block away from we my have house. We so many. It got closed down, sadly. Oh. Now it's a thrift store. We have a lot of them. We Joys, Boom Booms. Ooh. JDs. Some other ones. I don't know the Those names all sound of. very fun. I only go to those. Oh, Young's Fashion. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. We have Mid-K Beauty. That's the only one that I know of near me. Wow. But people don't like it, and I don't really know why. I think there's some controversy with the owners. Mm-hmm. Anybody from Portland who buys hair there knows. Chime in. Let me know. Yeah, we want to. We want to know the tea. Okay. Well, we watch summary. Oh yeah. Should I summarize it really quick? Guess who didn't yes. write a summary? Me. <laughs> this. Okay. So Ella Enchanted. It's based on a book by. Gail Scott Levine. No, Gail Carson Levine. <laughs> I was mixing Gail Carson Levine and Gil Scott Heron. Mm. Not the same person <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Gail Carson Levine is the name of that author. Um, I read it when I was in middle school. I think I probably watched this movie before I even read the book, though. Because mm-hmm. um, I didn't know it was a book for a long time. But she writes, like, fairy books and fairy tales and, like, reimagines fairy tales as, like, teen kind of novels um and so this one is i guess like in a way it's a retelling of cinderella but the most important thing to keep in mind is that it's not really well okay so the the movie itself is not very similar in any way like tone wise to the book the book is much Mm -hmm. more like fairy tale-esque and the movie is much more like teen movie with mm-hmm. fairy tale aspects. But um, the basic plot is there's this girl, Ella Afrell, who's played by Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. And when she's born, she is given the gift of obedience by her fairy godmother, Lucinda. Um, and what that means is that literally any command that anybody gives her, she has to obey um, and, and carry it through. So at first, you know, it sounds great because she's like the most like she's the perfect baby she listens to everything her parents say whatever obviously Mm -hmm. as she gets older it becomes horrible because she has no free will um and so she has to do everything that everybody asks of her um and then in kind of a series of events she realizes that she needs to get rid of her gift so she decides to go on a journey to track down lucinda um because only the fairy who gave her the gift in the first place can reverse it and take it back so kind of takes her on this this quest um, and along the quest she she takes with her uh, this man named Benny who is a book 
he's actually her um, house fairy Mandy's boyfriend, uh, but Mandy's mm-hmm. really bad at magic, and she accidentally yeah. turned, into, turned him into a book 20 years ago. Um, but he knows everything, so she takes Benny with him. And then they also meet this um, elf whose name is... Oh, my God. What's his Someone name? Someone ill. It's with an S. Right? I feel like that's not true. So, or maybe there are L's in there. Slannon. Slannon. Slannon is mm, the there elf. There's an L in there. You're right. Um, and so Slannon, Benny, and Ella go on this quest. And on their way to find Lucinda, they also meet up with Prince Char, who is the heir to the throne in um, the kingdom. And she basically, over the course of their journey, you know, makes him become more aware of the injustices going on in the kingdom mm, and kind of yeah. helps him to figure out who he is and what he can do and then she also kind of realizes things about herself um and they at the end they have to fight off the horrible current king um and that was a horrible summary and really too long but there's a lot of singing dancing it's very teen rom-com even Mm -hmm. though it's set in a fairy tale which i just think the more like the the more times I watch this movie, the more I realize how genius it is. So that's all I have to say about it. Okay. Clearly, I love this movie very deeply. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give us your quick review slash rating? Yes. So, um, it was a 10. <gasps> I, was. Oh, past tense. <laughs> was a 10. But I'm bumping it down to an 8.5. That is a lot to take off. I don't think it was. Why? Give me give me <laughs> your reasons. One. Kind of preachy. Mm. You right? Kind of preachy. Two. Annoying. <laughs> Not like the whole thing. <laughs> Just like certain things that people did did like at a point I feel like if I watched this when I was younger I would have been like oh my god yes yeah I love it so much but like here I am and watching Mandy like not do anything for like the majority of the movie pissed me off so bad see that when you pointed that out you really clicked something in my brain that I had never I never even thought of that because when I was a kid it like all made sense we'll talk about this but Jania brought something up like early in the movie that I was like oh my god there's like a huge (laughs) plot hole so I do understand that for sure um and then also I wish there was more songs okay yeah because it wasn't really a musical there are songs musical but like it wasn't like a musical and I would have I think it would have been a lot better for me personally if like they sang about their traumas a bit more yeah okay like saying through do you some think of the though, stuff they like, were doing do you think it could have been like because basically what they do right now is like there's only two real musical numbers but they're mm-hmm. both already existing songs would you have rather it be like songs that were written for the movie or just other songs like to make it a jukebox musical because I really love jukebox musicals like I like jukebox musicals yeah. So I feel like it would have been easy to find songs. Other songs, right. Because they didn't stick to the same place. artist, did they? Oh, no, they... Exactly. Did they? Well, it wasn't really the same artist, I don't think. No, no, it was... Elton John and then... Queen. Yeah. And Elton so no. John. Yeah, no. So, I mean, like, in the time. Especially since it was, like, the fairy tale time. Right. Like, the songs... Uh, <laughs> Elton John was 
in this land? I think it was just a suspension of disbelief. We're just supposed to believe exactly, that, exactly. that I it exists. Exactly, exactly. I have a hard time with that. Yeah, okay, I have a hard okay. time with that. Um, was there anything else that put it down to that 8.5? Um, no, I think that was pretty much it. Okay. But I do want to say, I liked this retelling of Cinderella. Yeah. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. And I only like the black Cinderella with Brandy. Yep. And then I can say I like this as well. Cool. So those are the okay. only two that I like. I don't think I really... Yeah, I feel like I agree. I don't really think that I've loved any other retellings particularly much. Especially when they make them, like, teens. They always set it in, like, high school. Oh, it's like, you know, the one with... um selena gomez that, yes yeah and that one, one with hillary duffin right yeah that's yep, basically yep. the same plot same, same I just, exact thing yeah i was kind of expecting that when you were like oh it's a cinderella retelling i was just like mm. but then it wasn't they did it kind of cleverly yes. right so i feel like okay that's kind of my favorite part of this entire movie is the way that they incorporate like regular teen like regular tropes that you would find in teen movies into mm-hmm. a fairy tale setting so like like the part where they're like at the mall <laughs> like yes. they go to like the mall but it's like a market of peasants in the, the kingdom there's an escalator but it is made out of wood but it actually does move it was escalating there's like oh like the whole thing of the prince char fan club like there's prince yes. char is like this he's like a celebrity in the land and they really like the majority of the girls including ella's stepsisters hattie and olive are like obsessed with him and mm-hmm. it's the same as if you know like it's so similar to like um what's the one that we john tucker must die like how john tucker yes. is in that movie like very yes. similar vibe very similar to like what's his name in um mean girls the really hot guy like there's always one of those like hot teen characters but exactly. they really like created this funny little trope for him i like that yeah yes. <laughs> do you have any other interesting starting out thoughts um, Olive was hilarious. Oh my god, Olive, shining star of this movie that doesn't get enough. Exactly, love. like I feel like nobody. They gave her four lines. Almost, exactly, I feel like everybody would have been like, "Oh my god, how did this? How did that?" No, because you have to be watching Miss Olive, the yeah. kleptomaniac. Literally, Olive is like the. I feel like it always happens in Cinderella and in, like, the retellings of it. There's the two stepsisters, but there's always one stepsister that's more mean than the other one. And Mm -hmm. she's the one who's, like, smarter and also more, like, cunning. And then the other one's just mean but stupid. And so that's who Olive is. But in this, they made her a kleptomaniac. So, like, every single scene she's in, she's just stealing shit. And, like, her stupidity is really funny and endearing. And it just cracks me up. Do you want to hear something crazy, though? Yes. You know the actress who plays Hattie mm-hmm. has played the evil stepsister three different times in three different movies. Isn't that Which ones? a little messed up? So this movie, she played uh, Hattie in Ellen Enchanted. She was the evil stepsister in the um, Lily... Ta- what? Lily... Whatever the fuck her name is. James? Yeah. Is that Lily James who played the Cinderella in the, the live action the, Disney one? Yes. Yeah. She yes. was an evil stepsister She's in that. She's Pamela Anderson now, too. Oh, yeah. And she was also the evil stepsister in uh, Ever After, which is that Cinderella movie with Drew Barrymore and Melanie Linsky. She's the other one. She, it's Melanie Linsky and her are the evil stepsisters. Oh, Melanie Linsky can play that really well. Oh, my God. She's After so good. We're going to have to watch her that. Rosemary. Yeah. She's the best. Um, but we can't watch it for the podcast because that'll be... It's like we're watching the same movie, basically. But... Yeah. 
Can you believe that Lucy Punch has literally, like, Three what the times? fuck? <laughs> it's giving Leslie Grossman energy. As in, like, you know exactly who Leslie Grossman can play. You right. know exactly who she can play. Well, I would feel a little bit sad if I was Lucy Punch. She doesn't Punch. have the range. That I is would sad. No, I would just feel like, why do you guys keep making me be the ugly stepsister? Like, the literal title of the character is ugly. What the fuck? Like, I don't think she's she, ugly. That's so sad. She's not. No. That's sad. I, I know. That for her. I hope she's okay. I was going to bring that up while we were watching last night, but I was like, this is an interesting tidbit of information that, that I should yeah. save for the podcast. <laughs> I wonder so, how people feel though, like when they constantly get cast in the same role. I think there's probably, I mean, my aunt was an actress man, for like a hot kid. minute, and she was always like the Latina maid or something because she oh has an accent. So they were like, you can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Disgusted. So should we go over kind of like the beginning? Let me just talk through it. Yeah. So. I basically already talked about the beginning. She's a little baby. She gets gifted the gift of obedience. But kind of the first time that she really realizes that she has this gift or slash issue is when it kind of comes up in her friendships with people. Mm -hmm. But her mom makes sure to keep makes sure to keep the gift a secret from everybody outside of their family. It's just the mom and Mandy, the house um, fairy. Yeah, so her dad doesn't even know. Right. So that nobody can use it against her. So, at first they have that scene on the playground with... Amita what, is it, um, Yeah, Amita. Um, um. Do they not know any other names for, like... Ain't that what Mindy Kaling's character is called on Ocean's 8? I think so. Interesting. I think... Wait. Arita? Is Arita, it Arita? Arita. I feel like it might be Arita. I think it might be, but regardless, it's either R or M. It's very, it's giving very much um, Cho Chang. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you you haven't seen Harry Potter, but Cho Chang is a no. character in Harry Potter who's supposed to be. I don't even think they specify like her ethnicity, but Cho and Chang are both last names. This is we already hate J.K. Rowling, but this is just like <laughs> a, there's just so many reasons to hate her, and they're always new <gasps> reasons like. What is she doing? It's embarrassing and gross. Anywho. Ridiculous. So her and Arita, I think. Oh my god. I'm gonna gonna call her Arita. I'm gonna have to look it up because I wanna make sure. Hold on. (laughs) There we go. Okay, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. Arita. Arita. Yep, Arita. Arita. It's Parminder Nagra who is in um Bendit Like Beckham. If you haven't seen Bendit Like Beckham. It's with Kira Knightley, and it's about soccer. I've never seen it, but I just know it's Why a famous movie. Why would I watch movie. a movie about soccer? Because it's a famous teen movie. I've only watched one movie about soccer, and that was in Spanish class. Okay. Well, anyway. Her and Arita. What happens at the playground? She basically knocks out a kid. Uh, that kid was like, nobody wants you here. Go back where you came from or right. something. Because Arita's not like... She's an Aorthian. Yes. And so they were like, nobody wants you here. And so then Ella was like, I do. Yep. <laughs> so then the um, bully was like, or she was like, do something or whatever. And so then she did because yeah. she told her to do it. Right. So from the get-go, this uh, movie does give, I totally see what you're saying in terms of preachy. It gives very white savior or I don't know, I guess race is re- not really relevant in this film, right. but it's giving very Ella woke savior mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. queen 
Um, mm -hmm. And they do like include a lot of metaphors for like social injustices in this mm -hmm. film. So that is something that I didn't probably pick up on very much when I was a kid. But basically, like from the start, Elle is like a champion for the underdog. Yes. Um, and so then when she gets older, her mom dies. Classic. We were talking about how fairy tale so parents disrespectful. have fairy tale parents just get this the fairy tale parent disease and just pass away. It always happens. Literally, just die. So her dad marries Dame Olga, yes. who is classic An evil icon. stepmother. And Hattie and Olive move into the house with them. Um, and, you know, madness ensues because Hattie realizes from early on that Ella acts it's a little weird. strange. <laughs> yes. And she first kind of manipulates her by, like, taking her mother's necklace. Mm -hmm. And, oh, and then they have... Um, the debate class. The debate in there. They go to a Frel Community College. <laughs> so funny to me. Um, and they have the debate class and... Hattie basically like makes Ella say that she's stupid and hold mm -hmm. bite her tongue and a bunch of stuff um, and that's what she realizes basically so then it all kind of comes to a head when Prince Char visits Frel yes and what happens then the fan club is like at the front cheering him on cheering mm -hmm. this man on mm -hmm. with their signs and stuff their buttons it's giving we're obsessed yes Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> then there's Ella and Arita, and they're back there protesting. They're like, say no to Ogre Side! Say no to Ogre Side! <laughs> like, really kind of trying to counter, um, counter protest the things that are happening in Char's honor. Right. And so then Hattie was like, Ella, you're embarrassing me. Go home. Mm hmm. And so she has to because she ordered her to go home. Right. So then she's like, I have to go. But what I don't understand is why she didn't just tell Arita. That's one of those great questions that I didn't think about. She's as a kid. literally been with her since the beginning. And Arita still doesn't know that Ella has this gift. Did she even find out in the end? I don't think so. No, because she didn't find out before she broke the curse. Yeah. Or they didn't show them reconciling. They did not. But anyway, um, so um, then Ella leaves the protest, and all the yes. girls decide to jump Shar and, like, kind of yes. chase him out of there. That was funny, though. That girl was like, are you a fast runner? <laughs> he was like, not particularly so. She was like, all right, then. Get him! <laughs> <laughs> so they chase him out to the outer skirts of town, the outskirts of town where Ella is and he grabs I don't even know how this happens but he like grabs Ella and they go behind a boulder and all the girls run by and they miss mm. him and so then she's kind of confronted by Char who is like yes his uncle who's the king is responsible for all the injustices happening in the kingdom yes. right now and Char's about to become king right so he is that's why he's you know going to all these things because he's he's campaigning for the coronation <laughs> he's basically doing the campaign tour yes and she basically thinks that he is a carbon copy of his uncle and will continue to you know do the things that he's doing she thinks they're the same person mm -hmm. in reality what she doesn't know is that Prince Char just doesn't give a fuck and isn't paying attention knows nothing <laughs> literally so what do they do um, so then she's like going off of him. 
very very Ella-esque mm-hmm. going off on him and he's like you're not like all the girls which is the stupidest <laughs> line it always is when men because say she's that. not like fawning over him and he's attracted to that you know mm-hmm. he's he's never had that before all the girls are normally like kissing his feet yes worshiping the ground he walks on Literally. so then you know he's accidentally ordering her to like stay in place right. or something she leaves her bag behind the boulder and yes. he was like she's like oh my god i left my bag and he goes i'll go get it don't move and so then she can't move in the middle of the road and then a horse-drawn carriage comes at an accelerated speed this man i don't know why he's going 90 in a 30 zone on this horse exactly he's like whipping it it's ridiculous but she's about to die and get run over because she can't move okay okay what did prince char do what did prince char do <laughs> prince char knocked ella enchanted all the way over what is her name ella her name's what? ella Afrel. I'm gonna call her Ella Enchanted. Mayor of Easttown <laughs> is what it's given. <laughs> That's what it's called. So yep. I don't know why you're telling me. Bring it up mm. like it's not what it's called. It is. What do you mean? Mayor of. Mayor. No, no, no. But like the real title is Mayor of Easttown. Oh. And so doesn't that sound like Ella of Frel? Like it sounds like a fairy tale. Oh. That's anyway. so true. Anyway. Is that a fairy tale though? No! It's like the mm. furthest as thing. You can tell, as you can tell, I still don't know what the show is about. Even though you've told me several times. We're not going to get into it right now. <laughs> uh, the only thing we need to get into is the fact that Julian Nicholson is a queen. If you watch that show, you will love her. Yeah. What else is she in? I don't know, but she's best friends with Julia Roberts. <laughs> and that's why I know you'll love her. <gasps> mm, yeah, you might have there's to literally like 57,000 photos of them online holding hands. They hold hands everywhere they go. And I that's why I'm a stand. I might now. have to watch. Okay, yeah. but back okay, to anyway, the- anyway, back to the Prince Char knocks over Ella, saves her. He's like, Why the fuck didn't you move? <laughs> no, he's not that mad. <laughs> but he just doesn't understand why she didn't move. And she's like, Um, I would have if you hadn't knocked me over. <laughs> she like she covers was really so trying to play stupid. It. She was trying to really play that up. Like she she would have moved. I would have. I okay, was on is, the way to moving. I'm I'm taking this away from the topic again, but I just saw a video on TikTok of this girl. It was the one you sent me, right? Of the girl in the party and she falls over and then she tries to <laughs> dance on it. <laughs> she tries to play it play it off like she's breakdancing. <laughs> And her heels are holding on for dear life. Like her foot is I slipping was out. Crying. Oh, that's one of the funniest I things I've seen in a long crying. time. <laughs> so that's what Ella did. Yes. That was my segue. So then, mm-hmm. as her and Char are walking home, Hattie and Olive come upon them. And Hattie's pissed as fuck that Ella's yes. hanging out with her dream man. So she decides they go, do they all end up back in? Yes, the mall? she sends her and Olive back to the mall. She's like, go back to the mall with Olive. Right. Not Sarah Paulson tweeting. Okay, we'll look what at this later. This we'll just look at this later. Oh, Seaspiracy. Still the stupidest name for a documentary ever. It could have been... Conspi- <laughs> listen, listen to me. Seaspiracy is what they chose to name this thing about the sea. It could have mm-hmm. been Conspiracy. <laughs> what in the fuck are people on naming it Seaspiracy? Oh okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. Anyway, so Hattie sends uh, everybody back to the mall, the yes, while she tries to talk to um, 
Char, but he's not feeling it. Because then she starts getting real stalkery. Real stalkery. She was like, I used to stand outside your window and watch you <laughs> turn your lights on and off. <laughs> yeah, she's a crazy ass bitch. So and then. giving stalker. She's pissed. Um, and he's like, tell Ella to call me or whatever the fuck. And she's like, hell yeah. the fuck no. So then the, she goes back to the mall and decides to fuck with Ella. Mm-hmm. And forces her to kind of just do a bunch of bad shit. So she forces her to, like, steal these, like, a, a couple other things. And then she's like, steal mm-hmm. these glass slippers, which is, like, very appropriate since this is a so Cinderella true. retelling. So then she, you know, steals glass slippers and she has to run from the palace guards. And she keeps getting, you know, things happen in her way because, like, people will mm-hmm. ask her to do things. And so she has to do them because she has to be obedient. Then the mm-hmm. best part is when she's about to jump over this barrel to get away from the guards is one of them goes freeze and she literally freezes in midair and everyone's like like, what the fuck and then she gets arrested it's the way literally like nobody else like knew how do people just freeze like that normally I don't know cause nobody questioned it I don't know so then as a result of this Hattie tells their evil stepmother that Arita was the one who put Ella up to this whole entire task in the first Mm -hmm. place and got her arrested. So Olga, Dame Olga, forces Ella to tell Arita that she doesn't want to be friends with her and she could, you know, never wants to see her again. But Mm -hmm. this is where you brought up the plot hole. Yes. Explain. If Mandy knew about her gift the whole time, why didn't she just like why didn't people just like counteract the orders that she got exactly because Mandy knew the whole time and like we saw later in the movie that you can counteract like certain things yeah because she's on her way to do something you could be like stop right and then she won't do it but Mandy knew the whole time and just stood there like if Dame Olga is gonna tell Ella to go tell Arita that she doesn't want to be friends with her Mandy could just be like don't tell Arita you don't want to be friends with her. And then it would be evened out. I just don't understand. Exactly. It was just eliminated. But, like, she knew about it the whole time and just watched her do it. Right. And so... so, I was confused as to what Mandy's role in this was. I know. And I am too now. Besides her just being there. Now that you've brought this to light, I'm never going to rest again. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Because, like, she knew. She's one of the only people... She's, like, one of the only people alive who knew. Right. I don't really know. It was kind of and dumb. And she doesn't serve, like, any purpose, like, to benefit Ella when she's going through any of this. No, she's kind of just hanging out at home. Her, exactly. Besides <clears throat> giving her her boyfriend book. Her boyfriend book. We're going to keep that. Benny the boyfriend book. Yes. But, um, anyway, so this is what kind of pushes Ella to look for, to just decide to go track down Lucinda. Because she, mm-hmm. her friendship with Arita's ruined. Everything's horrible. And so she's like, I just simply cannot do this anymore. I can't have this curse. I have to track down Lucinda. So, so she decides to go find Lucinda. And that's when Benny, the boyfriend book, comes into yes. play. Whomst is Benny? Benny is Mandy's boyfriend who she accidentally turned into a book. And he's been in the closet for 20 years. The yes. actual literal closet. He's not gay. He's just been hiding. Because she's, she's been scared that somebody him. will take him away. Which right. I don't really get that reasoning, but... But it's been 20 years and she still hasn't learned how to change him back? Right. Is she really that bad? She's pretty terrible. 
I just don't understand, though. They don't give them much explanation as to why she's bad. Like, if you're a fairy, why are you bad at magic? Yeah, like, what were you doing when you turned him into a book? Right. She like, said she was trying, trying to cut to his to... hair. Well, like, <laughs> How does that translate to turning huh? him into a book? Anyway, but Benny somehow is, like, he's basically, like, an encyclopedia. And yes. so he becomes Ella's, like, guide for her journey. And he, he just can't tell you, like, where people are. He, he can, can show, show you the people, but you, he can't tell you where they are. So she's like, show me Lucinda. And she can see Lucinda. But there's no location of Lucinda. They don't know where she is. But they realize when they're looking at the image of her or whatever, the, the, the live feed of Lucinda, mm-hmm. is that everything around her is big. And so they yes. put it together that she must be in Giantville. So true. So that's their first stop. So Benny and Ella set off through the woods. And what do mm-hmm. they encounter when they go to the woods? They encounter... Were those ogres? Yeah. Throwing sh- things at the at the elf at, at Slannin. Slannin. Mm-hmm. Slannin. So yes, they have ma'am. them on like those spinning board thingies. Yep. And where you tie the people up and you throw like knives at them. them. They're crotches. <laughs> <laughs> so they like throwing stuff at him and he's like oh my god help me help and so then Ella's all like okay I'm gonna help him yeah. cause that's what she does helps people but this bitch thought ogres were or no was it ogres or was it just knights that's why I was confused if those no were I think o- those were knights and then no, they the encounter ogres the ogres later. later right okay yes. the knights though there were people bigger than Slannon yes they were like torturing Slannon or whatever and granted one of the things that's like kind of an important story feature throughout this is that both uh, elves and giants are kind of like oppressed groups in this yes. fictional fairy town so so oppressed elves are well I the sarcasm in your voice is palpable <laughs> because, no it's because it is ridiculous like I think they really were trying to be like oh we're gonna be really woke with this metaphor here but like their version of oppression for the elves is that they have to dance and sing yeah. anytime anyone comes mm-hmm. by yes. <laughs> they're forced to entertain I'm like okay that's great okay. Um, and then giants are like have to like um, I feel like the giants actually were kind of oppressed, you know, when they were, like, yeah. whipping them and stuff, and, like, and they, they were, took like, over their farmland. Right. That's legitimate concerns. Yes, but the, the entertaining people was a little... Hmm. It was a little weird. I don't know. Anyway. So, Slannon is being harassed by these, like, knights, and Ella comes up to them, and she's like, I know the ancient art of origami. <laughs> and he was, like, paper folded? She's like, I was hoping you wouldn't know what that was. <laughs> But then, the gift really comes in handy in this part, because mm-hmm. Slannon somehow is a pro wrestler coach. I don't know. Yes. I don't know what came over him he to think combat that he... Words, right. lingo. So he just coaches oh, Ella. Roundhouse kick. Kick him in the balls. Kick his ass. Combo. Yeah, she said combo <laughs> at one point, and she's like... <laughs> okay, she, how does she know what combo to do? I don't understand how they filmed that scene, because why did she move that fast? Do you think they filmed her doing it in slow-mo and sped it up? Yes. Because she looks ridiculous. Yes. Her movements are so insane. I'm like... Yes. It had to be sped 100%. There's no way she moved that fast. There's no way I don't think it's humanly possible. She's like... Anyway, that's my sound effect for (laughs) fast moving. Um, Very good. Yep. And so... 
what happens next. Oh, she gets Slannon down, and then Slannon's like, have dinner with me. And she's like, no, I can't. And he's like, you're rude. And then they get into an argument, and they start talking over each other. And then she says, but if I didn't have some place to be, I would love to have dinner with you. And all he hears is love to have dinner with you. And he goes, great. <laughs> and so then they go to the elf town. Village. Village compound. Place of residence. Yes. But that is when we see the true curse of the elves. Yes. <laughs> when they walk Jess in trying there. to sneak around, you know, he's like, if they see you, it's over. It's literally going to be awful. Mm-hmm. And so then they're like sneaking around, but then they get, they're seen. They are spotted. And somebody's like, visit her. And then they go, let us entertain you. <laughs> the song, that's the one song that is like written for this movie. And it's so weird. Yeah. And they do this whole song and dance number, and the girl elves have all their, like, they have tap shoes on and shit. Mm-hmm. So once the dance number's finished, they go in and have dinner, like normal people. Yes. Um, except every five minutes or so, the, like, elf choir comes along, and they're like, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. <laughs> and then they're like, hit the road. They're like, hit the road, Jack. Jack. And don't you come back no more, no more, no more, Um... So it's hilarious, and that part cracked me up, as it always did when I was a child. Um, But then Slannon tells her a very important thing about what he desires from life at this dinner, which is what? He wants to be a lawyer. Wants to be a prosecutor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he can't, because he has to entertain as an elf. Yep, and they're not allowed to go to college. They're only allowed to go to entertaining school. He'll never get his day in court. Never. And he's really mad. And at the same time that he's talking about being a a lawyer, he's smashing his hand down on the top of the book, which is Benny's face. And then he realizes Benny speaks and he's like, where's that coming from? Oh, the book. And then he realizes (laughs) who Benny is. And so now more than one person knows who Benny is. Um, But then they decide to, what do they decide to, like, how do they end up going to Giant Bill together? She's like, you should come with me to go see, um, or you should go to wherever the, like, actual oh, town Lamia. is. Oh, Lamia. Yes. Which you is, like, come the big us. city. Yes, because it's on the way to Giantville. Or Giantville's on the way to Lamia, right? Yes. Giantville yeah. is on the way to Lamia, and so that was the plan for him to come with them and then go to Lamia to plead his case. To petition to, the, the king yes. to allow him to go to law school. Yes. And talk to... Char, because he's gonna be king like mm-hmm. within the next couple. And because days. she's met Char before, she has a thought that like maybe he would be, you know, lenient yes. and change his mind and let Slannon become mm-hmm. a lawyer. So on their way to Giantville, they m- encounter the ogres, who are yes, the are ogres. Blue? I don't know, but ogres. There's also a blue ogre in um, Harry Potter. Or maybe it's a I goblin. Were green. I don't know, but they're blue Shrek. in this. Shrek is the standard ogre. Yeah, you're right. Shrek is the OG ogre. So I feel like they should have been modeling them after him. Maybe they were trying really hard to not do what Shrek did. Maybe they didn't want to get copyrighted. Hmm. Anyway. Okay. God, I love Shrek so much. Yes. <laughs> if only one of us hadn't seen that movie and we could watch that, that for the podcast. Would have been great. No. We've both seen it, certainly. Anyway, um, the ogres decide to eat them for lunch, basically. Yes. And they're about to cook them over a freaking pot of boiling water when 
Who arrives but... Fucking Char. Fucking Prince Char. And I just want to point out here for a second. Char isn't short for charming. It's short for Charmant. That's Which is another concern I have. I literally, every time they say his full name, I was like, who are they talking about? Prince Charmant? Why the fuck would you not just have it be charming? That's... The pieces were here, and they said... They said, never mind. No, thank you. I'm choosing to ignore. Yep. I do not see. They just... They didn't make sense to me, personally. But, of course, Prince Char comes through, saves the day... Um, and Ella's like, I would have that handled. And he's like, uh, not when you're boiling over a fire. <laughs> she literally did not have a handle because they at told all. her not to move. And she couldn't do anything. So, so thank God for Char in that instance. And so they go, Char, Ella, Slannon, and Benny the Book, boyfriend. Yes, because Char said that he was going to go with them. Mm-hmm. He basically just forced himself onto their party and decided to accompany them. Um, And, of course, they have, you know, a little flirty chat while they're riding horses on the beach. Mm -hmm. Little flirty chat in it. Yes, um, yes. Where they're both like, "Mm, does your boyfriend know you're here? Does your girlfriend know you're here? And they're both like, we're both single. Oh, my God. Um, And so then they end up in Giantville, which is personally my favorite part of the entire movie. Mm, Giantville was, it was given what it was supposed to give. Giantville is awesome and the music that they danced to at the beginning of the mm-hmm. wedding, I was like, yes! Like, I forgot how much of a bop it was. I don't know what type of music that is, but I was like, okay, I could really get down to this. It's some weird, like, folk song, but I'm like, yeah, yep. It was giving. And so there's a bunch of giants there, and it's a wedding reception, and apparently this is where Lucinda was. So they go there because it's the last known location of Lucinda. And they're supposed to meet her there. But upon arriving, they just find a bunch of drunk fairies and no Lucinda. Mm -hmm. And what's Lucinda in the process of getting? Uh, Do you remember? A FWI? (laughs) A flying wild intoxicator. (laughs) It's not that funny, but I love it. She's like literally when they when she opens the book, she's like, "Show me Lucinda." That girl is literally out there trying to walk in a straight They're line. They're breathalyzing her. Oh my god, it's so funny. Um, and so obviously Lucinda is a lost cause, and they they missed her, but they decided to stay for the party because it's the she middle of the night. Stay, but then Char was like, "I'd like you to stay." Yeah, he was like, "Stay," and she was like, "Okay, I'll stay." And he was like, "Well, you don't have to stay because he realized that wasn't that she, an order, you know." Yeah. But it was. But it was. You didn't ask her. Right, you didn't ask. You told her to. Literally. Well, so then he basically is like, all right, let's just hang out for the party. It's the middle of the night. We don't need to keep going tonight, right? And so they're hanging out. Do they kiss before or after she sings? After. Okay. So before she sings, they're just like, you know, having a classic fairy tale heart to heart. And she is realizing he's actually much more compassionate than his uncle. And has the potential mm-hmm. to be a good king, but only if somebody like her is on his side. Yes. But okay, then but also, yes. the whole time, his uncle Snake is following him around. <gasps> I forgot about the Snake. His name is. Oh my god, what's his name? H. It's an H name. He- Heston. Hest- Heston. Heston. Ha- Howls. Huh. Halston. Howls. No. <laughs> Halston's the designer. That's, this, <laughs> that's the new Ryan Murphy show. Hester. 
I don't know what the snake's name is, but it's an H name. And the snake has been following them around. So he's gathering intel for Edward. And he knows, is that his name Edward, the, the king? I don't know. Um, but the snake knows that Ella is bad news because she was is basically putting all these new ideas into Char's head. Woke. She's woke. Or She's whatever. Like She's girls. woke for fairy tales. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what is Slannon doing while this is all happening? Slannon is talking to Heidi Klum, the giant. Heidi Klum is in this movie. Yeah. Why? Because she's a giant. I guess, yeah, in she is a giant life. in real life. You're right. In real life, she's a giant. And so they thought it'll be easy to CGI her in or whatever the fuck they use. Yep. They were like, we're basically only going to have to multiply her by one or two. Yes. <laughs> Whereas everybody she's else gonna... needs to be multiplied by five. Yes. Heidi Klum, the giant. So... Landon and Heidi Klum are falling in love and then somehow how does Ella get to singing they're like standing on like I guess I don't know I guess it's where they were sitting when they were like talking or whatever mm-hmm. on that thing and they asked Landon to sing yes and he doesn't and right would not he's do not it. an entertainer exactly and so then they were like sing and so then she started singing. Yep. And she sings. Can anybody find uh-huh. me uh-huh. somebody to love? And then the whole thing, it's the funniest fucking dance music number ever because the whole time they're commanding her to do different shit. They're like while giving she, her, they're, they're like, managing give her. it a little more soul. And so she like takes her hand out and she's like, Aah. <laughs> I was like, oh. And then they're okay. like, dance. And she does full on like ballet, like leaps across yes. the stage. Oh it my was God. giving very ballet. But it is it was her giving... real voice. And Anne Hathaway can sing. Anne Hathaway most definitely can sing. As she should. I wish she would do more movie musicals. Me too. Me Les was good. Les Miserables. She was good in that. You know who yes. was not is Russell Crowe. Mm, very he true. ruined that film for very, everybody else. Very, very true. But, no, she was good. Um, but then, you know, basically while she's dancing, Prince Charles falling in love, deeply mm-hmm. in love. Deeply. And then I think the next day they arrive at Lumia, right? Yes. And so at the same time that they're at Lumia, so are Hattie and Olive because they are invited mm-hmm. to the prince's coronation ball. Well, they're not invited. Oh. She was invited. Right. And they then, stole the invitation, basically. Yes. Co-opted her invitation. Yes. Because she's missing in action at the moment. Mm-hmm. And sorry. Also, mm-hmm. why did Mandy just hand it over? I don't know. She quite literally could have just been like, this is my business. <sighs> Irritating. She literally Mandy's literally no a doormat. Purpose in this movie yes and it's sad because I really love Minnie Driver and Mandy was like my like what was I saying that she was like to me your Chessie she was like my Chessie because I watched this movie way more than I watched Parent Trap and mm-hmm. she's like the same vibe as Chessie but she really isn't yes. because she does she way less do yes Chessie's way more involved in the storyline yes but oh, she was giving absolutely nothing love her well so then they all basically I think the whole point of this story choice so that every single person in the story is in La Mia for the night mm-hmm. of the coronation yes so that everybody's all together in one place 
And basically, the point of Ella going to Lamia in the first place um, is to look in the fairy directory or whatever, the census, to find Lucinda. Yes. Um, and so then that's kind of what she does first, is Prince Shard drops her off at the Hall of Records and lets her look for Lucinda. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Hattie and Oliver are running around the castle. And then somehow... They're on a tour. They're on a tour with all the other Her dad girls. comes back. Yes. And he's like, oh, where's Ella? Or no, they're there. And he comes and sees her. He was like, oh, yeah, business was... Took a break from business. Come right. see how everyone was doing. Is yep. Ella here? And she was like, of course Ella's here. She's on a tour with Olive. And mm-hmm. Except she, she wasn't. Was she was not. Not at all. Um, but while she is at the castle, Char and Ella meet the king. Mm-hmm. In one of the back halls. Because he's just mm-hmm. creepy, wandering around. Mm-hmm. And he realizes that there's something strange about her. Why, did, why does he realize that? Because, like, anytime... What does she do? She hops. Oh, my God. He was like, oh, hop to it. Because he would, like, say things, and she'd be like, oh, grin and bear it. Oh, my God. And then she just did the and the fucking <laughs> smiled the whole grin time. And, and so she would do, like, weird shit. And so then, like, the last thing he said before, like, she went off to go look at the census books or whatever, he was all like, better hop to it. And so she literally and hops so away. she's, like, hopping. And he catches on to this fact that she's acting fucking weird. And so then mm-hmm. he goes and recruits Hattie and Olive to go tell them what's wrong with Ella. And then Hattie's like, I don't know why, but for some reason, Ella does everything she's told. And so he basically mm-hmm. finds out the secret. Yes. And this is when we find out. He corners his Ella. Intentions. Hmm? This is where we find out his true Exactly. Intention. He corners Ella. Where does he... In, in the Hall of in the, Records? In the yeah. Hall of Records. While she's looking at the census book. And what does he do? He basically, he comes in there and she's like, she gets up to come talk to him. And he knocks a book off the table and was like, pick it up. And that's something she did. When he did that, I would have known that he knew what was up and I would have ran. Mm-hmm. But no, she was she like, She just gave oh, him a chance. She just mm-hmm. kept just taking it, letting it happen. Exactly. So then she realized that he knew. Yeah. He made her shake her butt. That part is the funniest <laughs> shit ever. To this day, my siblings and I will go like this. Shake, shake, shake. Shake, shake, shake. Shake your booty. Shake your booty. <laughs> he literally does that in the movie. And it's so weird. Um, oh, also that scene, because he tells her to pat her head and rub her stomach at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's how I learned how to do that. I remember I was sitting at my friend, like older. It was like my dad's friend who had an older daughter. Mm-hmm. Her name's Delaney. We were at her house and we were watching this movie together. And I was in her bedroom and then everybody else left. And I just started teaching myself how to do that. Wait, let's see if I can do it. <laughs> yeah, I can still do it. I can, you can't even tell that I'm rubbing my stomach. Look, I'm rubbing my chest. The motion is what's important. But anyway. I've got it. You've got it. Yeah, I can hear in the headphones. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> But um, I literally taught myself how to pat my head and rub my stomach at the same time. But what is the objective? The objective is to get Ella to actually murder Char. So, and it's so because, he doesn't have to do it. Right. And why does he want to murder Char? Because he wants to stay king. He doesn't want anybody else to be king. And he also murdered his father as well. Not his father. Char's father. Yes. That's why I his was His brother. Yes. So, 
Char thought his brother died because the giants killed him or ogres or some shit. But it was actually his uncle the entire time. And his uncle's going to try and kill him too. But now he doesn't have to figure out a way to like get away with it because he can just make Ella do it. Make Ella do it. So he, he tells her... the dagger and everything. At midnight tonight, Prince Shar, he already told um, the king that he wants to ask her to marry him. And he's like, so he's like, Prince Shar will take you to the Hall of Mirrors and you must plunge this dagger into his heart. And she's like, no. <laughs> so then she runs the fuck out of there and decides to tie herself to a tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just foolproof plan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely foolproof. <laughs> Meanwhile, though, she asks Slannon to do something, which is... Slannon has to go into the woods and gather an army of giants, ogres, and um, elves to come back and help them. Yeah. Um, but also, why did he only bring, like, six people with him? I don't know. That was the stupidest part. She said an army, and he literally brought a <laughs> smattering. He literally brought... He literally a brought handful. And a guy right. What did he think Heidi was going to do? Even, he didn't even bring the ogres. The ogres just burst through the wall right before they were finna go in there because they were eavesdropping before when they was trying to yep. come eat them. He literally just brought Heidi and the boy giant and, and then, then a, couple, a couple, elves. couple elves. So whatever he thought was going to happen was not going to happen with that group of people. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Good try, Slannon. So then yes. they all get ready to storm the castle so that they can... What is the objective of them being there? They need to warn Prince Char and take down the king, right? Be ready to take down the king. But before that, um, Lucinda appears out of thin air. While Ella's tied up to the tree. She's been looking for her this whole time, and suddenly she just appears while she's tied up to the tree. that's another part that didn't make any sense. That she just fell out of the literal air in front of Ella. Just happened to f- fall into this meadow yeah that was it wasn't it wasn't not just they didn't give what it was supposed they were like we need to have her we need to have her come back and tell her that she's gonna have to figure out how to denounce her own gift or something yeah so then wait 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 wait, wait. what do you mean by that (laughs) wait i lost as in when lucinda came back Ella's like, I've been looking for you this whole time. Right, right, right. I need you to take your gift back. I, it, I, And she's like, oh, you don't like my gift? And that was the thing, like, when you ask Lucinda to take her gift back, she gets mad and threatens to turn you into a squirrel or something like yeah. that. And so Ella's all like, I need you to take your gift back. And um, Lucinda's like, oh, you don't like my gift? Da, 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 da. So she gets mad, and Ella's like, I wish I could tell you what would happen if... I actually, if you don't take it back, I right. just need you to take it back. Because the and king so was then, sworn, swore her to secrecy about the plan exactly. for her to kill Char. And so Lucinda's <clears> like, well, <throat> you're going to have to figure out your own way. She's like, too. this is, you know, like, I don't know what it is, but she just is basically like, this is your, like, don't ask me to fix problems that you made or you created mm-hmm. or something like that. Which is kind of a weird line. And I was like, that's not really addressing exactly, this. Exactly, because that's not even what happened. But Okay. So, I'm concerned. Like, does she even know how to take her the gifts back? I don't. I think she maybe is just covering for like the that fact that she doesn't sh- know. That's what I'm saying. That would have been a better storyline to push instead of her saying, "Don't blame me for problems that you caused." Like, cause what problems? The whole thing was caused by Lucinda. She cannot disobey or make her own choices. Right. So obviously, it's not her fault. It is your fault. Yes. 
exactly that's what I'm saying so but of course Lucinda decides to be you know ever problematic and she mm-hmm. unties Ella from the tree and of course gives her a beautiful blow- ball gown to wear to the coronation ball yep. and just sends her on her way for her to kill Prince Char quite literally sends her on her way yep like she cannot stop she's running so she runs into the ballroom and Prince Char and her end up going to the hall of mirrors together yes yeah, she took him away from Hattie though right and Hattie's pissed and then he decides that he's gonna pop the question Yes, after what, two days? Ridiculous. It's always like this in fucking fairy tales. Stupid ass people. But when he asks her, she says, No. <laughs> she says, No. And then she starts crying, and then he hugs her. And when and he hugs the clock her, strikes 12. And her arm and lifts up the wah, dagger. Wah, wah, wah. And she's ready. And then she looks in the mirror and she's like, You will not. Something. You something, will something. not obey. No, you will no longer be obedient. Or something like mm, that. That was it. That was it. That was it. And then she drops the dagger. And he's like, You were going to kill me. Because he saw her in the mirror reflection. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, so Take her away. backfire on her. She right. should have just did it. Okay. I disagree. I don't think she should have murdered him. But they locked her up, though. They locked her up, right? She would have been locked up either way. Yeah. Well, but he would have she not been him, alive. Apparently, though. So maybe, maybe not. I and don't love that the man. king. Still would have been king. Yeah. Well, anyway. Okay. She gets locked up, but at the same time, the army is storming the castle. So they yes. get her out as quickly as she went in, basically. Yeah. And the king... She did look kind of disheveled, though. Mm-hmm. They did, they did a good job. They they had her looking good. Um, and so then the king is devising his own plan of how to kill Prince Shard now that Ella's mm-hmm. not going to do it for him. So he decides to poison a crown that's going to go on Prince Shard's head during the coronation ball, like, in the how ceremony. How does that go into him to poison him? Great question. I think it's probably, like... Well, the way that they looked at it, or the way, it was, like, through his skin. Like, it looked like it was, like, um, acid, not poison. You know what I mean? It was a green smoke. It was a green thing. But anyway, so that's, he's going ahead with this plan. He's still going to try and kill Char, but he's going to kill him at the coronation. But, of course, Ella gets broken out of jail, and her and her little army run up to the coronation floor, and they're like, stop! Put down that crown! Mm Mm-hmm, so true. And then they start fighting. And it's an epic fight scene. And during the fight yes. scene, there's all this, all these moments where Ella and Char are fighting together. Even though mm-hmm. she tried to kill him, he thinks. He still loves her, so he's going to save her life. And during the fight, they reveal to each other. She reveals to him what really was going down. Mm-hmm. And that she wasn't trying to kill him in the first place. And then, how does he end up with the crown on his head? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Why? Oh, wait. He was like, he's not even fit to have, wear this crown. Nobody's fit to wear this crown. Right. So at the end of the fight, they're all like going Except up to me. like they're they're gonna try and you know denounce the king, and then the king mm-hmm. does his whole speech about how Char is not yes. worthy, and basically like says all this shit like a dumbass. About all the stuff that he did to the kingdom and how whatever. he killed his and so uncle like, and everything yes. and his brother. <laughs> And he's all like, no one deserves to wear this crown but me. And goes over there and, and they're like, wait, wait. 
And they're like, just kidding. Let's not say that. Let's let him and kill himself. Then he puts it on his he head and he goes, crown on. oopsie. <laughs> and I used to act that shit out. Uh-huh. I was telling Janiel last night that scene where he's like, no, 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 And then he goes, oopsie. <laughs> I used to like literally do that at the dinner table for like my family friends like my parents would make me entertain people by like acting out that entire scene I don't mm-hmm. know why but I thought it was funny um and then cut to I guess later sometime later Ella yes. and Char are getting married mm-hmm. and they do their little wedding and it's really cute and everybody's there and then my favorite part other than this the part, was a good part in the giant bill is this, this was a good part when they sing Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Yes. And so they do a beautiful dance number. And my favorite is just watching people who are like clearly not dancers do a dance mm-hmm. number. <laughs> because everybody yeah. in the background is obviously dancers because they would only hire dancers mm-hmm. for that part. But then there's like the, Dame Olga, like her yes. dance moves. <laughs> Meanwhile, also, she got Batox. Do you remember? <gasps> One of that the was jokes so funny. was that she wanted to look. 25 years younger for the ball or something. I think something. that was like my favorite line. And so the, the guy was like, here, you can try this new thing called, it's bat feces and ox blood. Batox. Like Botox. <laughs> but then they cut to her later and she literally looks like Kathy. She looks she like, like Joan, Joan Rivers. Rivers. Yeah. I was going to say Kathy Griffin. No. But Wrong. she looks like Joan Rivers. Well. That's, that's it. it. And I just knocked something over. What the fuck? <gasps> what? are your overall thoughts overall it was an enjoyable experience i really liked when she did her cost her um costume change at the end yes that really solidified yes oh my god i feel like i never noticed that even before when i watched it and so like watching it yesterday i was like (gasps) i love a quick change and when she she like ripped her skirt off and i was like (gasps) it was beautiful okay 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 i see what we're doing i see what we're doing here i do love annie Hathaway. Do you have any favorite quotes? Um, yes. Let me, let me get to that. Um, the one we were just talking about with Dame Olga. I want to look 25 at tonight's ball. What do you suggest? And then Mandy's like, a time machine? (laughs) That was one thing that she did. Was mumble under her breath. Yep. Because she never said anything to anybody's face. Never. Not anything. Um, say anything else. Um, Do you have another quote? I don't think so. I think that was it for me. Yeah, I think I only have one too. But mine is earlier in the the um, movie when Hattie's trying to figure out what's going on with Ella. She goes over to Olive and she's like, Olive, have you ever noticed something, anything weird about Ella? And she was like, no. And then she's like, do you notice that when it's nighttime, the sky gets dark and in the morning, the sky gets light again? Because she's trying to prove a, prove a point that Olive is stupid. And Olive goes, mm-hmm. that's because of Ella! <laughs> Honestly, anytime, anytime I look at her, I was literally in tears because it's all about delivery for me. And she's like, you're going to give me four lines, but I'm going to deliver them. That's because of Ella. (laughs) So good. That was genius. That was very funny. I'm not going to lie. Well, that's our favorite time of the podcast. Well, I don't know about you, but this is my favorite part of the podcast where you shoot the shit about one Sarah Catherine. What did she do this week? This dumbass bitch. (laughs) 
my favorite dumb ass bitch. Yes, all of our favorite dumb ass bitch, but you can't we deny. We love her. We do. We love it. But if y'all saw we love the dumb assery. Yes, we love the we love the dumbassery because that was some show enough dumbassery right there. <laughs> um, she was harassing a duck, fully acting out a one-sided scene with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't know he was participating, but he did not get cast. He was not cast. She for this she production. was referring to this is if you if you're questioning what we're talking about, go to Sarah Paulson's Instagram and watch her most latest video because yes, she's calling a duck Bertram Bertrand. Bertram, Bertrand, Bertram, Bertrand. Bertrand. We can't tell. We're not sure. We don't know what she was calling him. But he was her bird husband. Yes, and they have children together. She was chasing him around. The way that she was walking was how my fifth grade teacher used to walk. (laughs) But I'm being dead ass. I'm being dead ass. That's literally how she moved around. Just cuz? That's how she, that was her gait. Yes, her, she was walking like a Disney mom. That's him. I just but you know what I'm talking like about, like duck. like Mrs. Incredible, like literally walks like that. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, and then what did the duck do? The duck flew away. This is really the only interesting tidbit of information we have about Sarah Paulson this week. But this duck it really flew away. So, oh, she did the the, the Hollywood Reporter Roundtable. Oh, oh yes. Okay. 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 Wait. She did Wait, a lot. She did, week, a lot. she did a lot. Not just the duck. Not just the duck. It was just that. But she did a lot. No, she did the Hollywood um, Reporter Roundtable for drama actresses. Yes. With MJ Rodriguez, Anya Taylor Joy. Um, Jillian Anderson, Elizabeth Olsen, Cynthia and Cynthia Arrivo. Arrivo. It was really nice. It was, it was really nice beautiful. Hour in one minute. Mm-hmm. Yep. It really yes. brought me out of a deep depression that it I did didn't know was I was in. To do. Exactly. You didn't even realize. I didn't realize it until, until I watched, watched the movie that I was like, "Oh, this is what happiness is." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the next day, they released. Uh, Amy, for your consideration, um, interview yes. with her, Cynthia Nixon, and, and Sophie, Sophie Pinedo. As they should, because Sophie needs yes. to get way more coverage. Give my girl, give my girl the credit she deserves. Please. Also, Not that I don't love Cynthia and Sarah, but yeah, Sophie, like, hello. Love y'all, but hello, Miss Sophie. But they're also campaigning her as a guest star. Yes. So that's probably why. I know, but and it's hopefully so that she gets an award. Yes, because she's more she likely to get an award that way. But you're stupid. It does make me want to smack someone just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because you I just, just want her to be. We are I just want the, her to be. The, the people deciding. Yeah, just wait until we're the production ex- well, the executives. We to the Emmys. Oh, is that what we're going to do? Mm-hmm. We're not going to work our way up there. We're just going to hack? No, oh, we're going to okay. hack into the Emmys. How? I took one semester of coding, Jania. Okay, well, you're ahead of me. You know what I made in that semester? What did you make? I made a mindfulness app. <laughs> so true. No, it was horrid. App. Horrible. The worst thing that was ever created. Did it creative. help you become mindful? No. Okay. It didn't do anything for me. <laughs> it just made me lose my shit because I couldn't figure out how to code it. If anything, it made me less mindful. Oh, okay. I hope it helped other people, though. It's probably on the app store somewhere if anybody wants to find it. Don't know what it's called, though. Okay, well, how are they going to find it if we, if you don't know what it's called? I don't know. Sheer willpower. Mm-hmm. Love that for you. Well, that's all Sarah Paulson's... Not all. That's what Sarah Paulson... I, I mean, feel like I'm making it sound like she did nothing. She did, did. No, she did two great lot. interviews and a duck. 
Mm-hmm. She did a duck. That doesn't make that sounds bad. Mm-mm. Anyway, should we do she our did a scene with a duck? Yes, she did a full uh, one act play with a duck. Captured by Beanie Feldstein. Yes, and also apparently Thanks they were at me. a um, museum today. Art so, museum in DC. So if she's in DC, hey. You're not in D.C. <laughs> hey. But you are on the same coast. So, go exactly. off. Exactly. So. Go off. Anywho, should we do our current obsessions, or do we need to do our geography question? I don't know. You tell me. We're going to do our geography question. We're going to do geography question, but wasn't there a thing that we were talking about? Oh, my God. On live? On live. We did live. <laughs> what was our geography question? I said God. I didn't know where something was. Yes, but, but that's... Now I don't remember what the thing was. Great, because I can't answer Okay, it then still. we're going to just do... I'm going to think of something else. M... Uh, uh, uh. Okay, what are the states that um, Washington, D.C. is, like, a part of? Because, you know, it's like... Virginia. Yes. And what's the other one? There's more? Mm-hmm. It's on, West it's on Virginia. the border of both. Nori. Is West Virginia on the border of Virginia? Yes, but Washington, D.C. is not on the border of West Virginia. Is it above or below? Virginia is below, and there's a state above that Washington is also a part of. Connecticut. Mm, or you get one more <laughs> guess, though. Do you want me to give you the first letter? Yes. M. Maine. <laughs> no. Maine is very north. Maryland. Yep. Maryland. You're correct. Yes. Beautiful. Sorry, I forgot. I went to Washington. Me too. I went for a school trip. On the eighth grade field trip. (gasps) Me too! (gasps) We weren't in eighth grade at the same time, so I'm a year old. No, so we wouldn't have been there at the same time, but but I went to the school where we only got to go to Washington, but then there were like the other schools for the rich kids who got to go to New York and Washington. Yeah, we didn't get to do that either. But then they canceled the New York part of the trip because the kids who went to New York trashed their hotel rooms. (gasps) Okay, as they should. I just remember, the only thing I remember from that trip is that I was in love with our tour guide. Her name was Erica. I was in eighth grade, mind you, and I still remember this. Erica, if you're out here, somewhere in the world, give me a call, girl. I'm in love with you still to this day. (laughs) I think about that hug she gave me at the end of the week. Wow, you got a hug at the end of the week? I got a hug. Wow. From Erica. She was from Alexandria, Virginia. Wow. She did tours for a living. Why anyone would do that? Well, you do that. So yeah, I do do that. So be careful what you say. <laughs> Let me wash be my mouth. Careful. Let me wash my mouth. Um, what's your current obsession right now? Um, Waffle House. Waffle. Oh, let me tell you what else happened. Yes. This has to do with the movie and my current obsession. Okay. So I told you I dream- dreamt about like Waffle House last night. Yes. But. I was on a quest, like the movie, mm-hmm. where I was searching for this woman. Oh. And then these ogres tried to come beat me up <gasps> while I was in there trying to eat my waffles. Oh, my God. And so then I had to escape. Um, and escape. Then was, yes. Oh escape. That sounds like agape love. Yeah. 
Um, but I had to escape and then I had to ride this bus with this lady that I know. Oh. And she was just like, I got this woman and she got you a ticket to the, ne- the nearest Waffle House. Oh. And she's going to hide you so that you can get on this train and stuff. And I was like, all right, thank you. And so then I met the lady and you know who the lady was? Who? Diane Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> and her fucking snakeskin boots. Are you dreaming like, of her in the boots of all things? I was like, excuse me? Oh my god. Miss Keaton? Are you, are you the lady I'm supposed to see for my Miss ticket? Keaton? <laughs> Is that you? But mind you, we are still in COVID in this dream. Okay. And so I was like, can I have the ticket? And she was like, no. Stay away from me. It's <gasps> like, girl, what do you mean? I need wow. the ticket to go to Waffle House. Wow. But yeah, so I don't know if it's because I watched this movie right before I went to sleep Mm. and was thinking about Waffle House right before I went to sleep. Mm -hmm. But that was how my dream manifested. Yes. Very interesting. Thank you. Thank you for that. What is your current obsession? Mine is very on brand for the fact that I'm queer, but it's iced coffee because Uh it's getting to be the time of year in Portland, Oregon, the rare time of year where it's actually quite warm outside. Although today is not a good example because it was like pouring rain all day. Mm-hmm. But not Sarah Paulson tweeting again twice during our podcast. Girl, we have. God damn. We're trying to work. Okay, I mean, I do care about Seaspiracy. I'm just mad at whoever wrote it for writing Seaspiracy. What, what is it? I don't know, but we'll talk about it after this. Anywho. Yes. All I care about is iced coffee. No, I don't really just care about iced coffee, but I'm just very into it. And it's always nice when I get to that point in my summer where I can just start drinking iced coffee instead of regular coffee because it's like becomes refreshing. It like becomes a refreshing beverage mm-hmm. instead of like a wake up beverage. It's like a it's like mm-hmm. a ooh, cool down beverage, if that makes right. sense. And I love a good iced coffee. And this is gross. People will hate me. But if I want to do a special treat for myself and I don't want to make my own iced coffee, I'll go get it. Do you want to know where my favorite place is to get iced coffee from? Where is it? 7-Eleven. <laughs> they the have my fa- They have 7-Eleven stores here. It's not a gas station. It's, You're lying. There's no gas. It's just a store. A gas station. No. Okay, it's here it's just a store, a no gas. What's the reason of having a gas station without gas? It's not a gas station at all. It's literally a convenience but store. Is. But it's a convenience no. store. It's literally. They a gas sell really station. good iced coffee. Oh my god! It, I mean, it's good if you like iced coffee that literally tastes like you're drinking sugar. It's probably not a gas station for y'all because you can't pump your own gas. We just have other ones like Shell and Chevron. No, because Seven Eleven is literally a gas station. I'm gonna look this up to verify this information. Can you send me a picture of a Seven Eleven gas station next time you go to one? Yes. I'm gonna need that in writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Also, can you show me how to pump gas sometime? <laughs> I'm gonna need to know. I'm leaving Oregon yes, I'll do soon. A tutorial. I'm gonna I'll need do a to. Tutorial. I'm gonna need to find out sooner or later. Okay. I didn't learn until recently, so, but I can do a tutorial. Okay, thank God. Just don't want to light myself on fire. Of course, yes. Whew, that would be bad. That would be not good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we have just hit our podcast length mark that we normally hit. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're probably going to hit it, hit the road. I'm going to go treat myself to some pad thai because I start my internship tomorrow. So I'm going to eat pad thai, drink a glass of wine, and then go the Mm -hmm. fuck to sleep so I can wake up early tomorrow. As you should, as you Ah. should. 
As you should. I've got to go to work tomorrow. My God. I don't think I'm giving a tour tomorrow. I think I'm just training more people. That's good. That's all I do. No tour. Just train like a tour. and do everything else. Yeah. I have to start the Zoom call. Oh. Not that. Yeah. That's me. All right. Well, see you later, besties. Thanks Sayonara, for listening. Bye. Return.